terrorize the world. Hello everyone, I'm Brian. And I'm Nick, and you're listening to the podcast from the Black Lagoon. Okay, so Pet Cemetery. what is this, 2018 or is it 2019? 2019. It is 2019, huh? So we, we're kind of, we're, I wouldn't say we're early for this one, but... We're a okay, behind. so when this came out, when I saw the trailer, I kind of fell victim to all the testimonials they had on it, mm-hmm. and I remember even messaging you, man, they, they made a remake, and it's actually supposed to be good, and uh, I watched this, and I literally hated an hour of it, which is a lot for a movie. <laughs> um, it's most of the movie. I really didn't like it. I thought it was tedious and not interesting, and the only compelling part was like the last 15 minutes. And you're in awe right now. You clearly enjoyed it, and I think that's going to make for a good conversation. But I really, uh, I did not have fun with this. I didn't think it was good. Give me like a second <laughs> to process what okay. you just laid on my lap. You basically just took a shit on my front doorstep. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Okay, so I was never really a big fan of the original Pet Cemetery movie. Never read the book, but I liked the concept of it. And I, 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 had, I heard some people complaining about this movie, talking about how this is basically the same thing as the original, only they switch roles and they have a little girl that dies instead of a little boy spoiler alert (laughs) yeah spoiler alert (laughs) but no they they changed a lot and they made references to the original movie and i thought that was really cool it was cool i thought the gore was really good the tension was there the reason why i like this movie so much is you know what's gonna happen if you put yourself in the father's footsteps and you think what would you do as a human being? When I was watching this movie, what I saw was, you know, a family. They get stricken with, with grief twice, mind you. They lose their cat, and then they lose their daughter. And yet, he, you know, buries his daughter, and all hell breaks loose. And at the end of the movie which I'm not going to say anything yet, had me sitting there for quite some time just thinking of the same scene over and over again because it it really caught me off guard and I didn't expect it to end that way. I I did like the ending. In fact, the last 15 minutes I thought were really compelling. My problem with a lot of this is so much of it was not believable. The dad acted in ways that I just thought Okay, why are you letting your crazy neighbor scoop up your cat and walk off with him into the swamp? Wendigo. That is my one word of defense. Wendigo. Okay. Explain. <laughs> so, you remember how they were talking about the Wendigo? The uh, briefly, Judd? Yeah. yeah, briefly. 
Well, in the book, the Wendigo manipulates everything around that land. So, for instance, the reason why the 18-wheelers are driving so fast on that highway is because of the Wendigo. The reason why the soil is sour in the pet cemetery, Wendigo. Um, okay. All the hallucinations and stuff. Because it feeds off of your. Here's su- the thing that works. That works really well. Yeah. Um, the what I don't like about that is they didn't they didn't give us a reason to think that that was the motivation behind the father blindly trusting this guy to walk him miles deep into the woods and carve out a grave with a stone. Like it, I didn't feel the the. Why don't we just dig up a hole in the backyard, bud? Why don't we put our cat? right outside of our back door so we can all like he was trying to hide it from his daughter and all this stuff sure but i just didn't there are so many scenes where dominique and i just looked at each other like why why are they doing all of this and why is he not protesting why is this so nonchalant there, there all was of why are the kids there was one scene that really bothered me and it's when the father uh is running over to judd's place and it's after judd got like butchered to death spoiler alert um (laughs) we should keep doing like after the fact spoiler alerts i like that idea totally i i am second for this motion um (laughs) his wife was screaming as she was being attacked by her own little girl and he didn't hear that first of all he he was looking for his daughter and his daughter like basically tricked him by just leaving the door open and he thought oh my god and just runs out why are you where are you going is there there's no like (laughs) clues just wait for your daughter to come back you know or uh when the daughter runs off into the pet cemetery for the first time how the fuck did the mom know where she was I, I had the same, I know, and again, why were they so nonchalant about all of it? It was just so painful, like, I, it, it felt, I didn't get it, I really, it took me out, I didn't feel any tension until the end, um, I, I guess here's, here's my overall impression, okay, like, though, though the first film is, you know, now a cult classic movie that has a loyal following, it is easy to under, to see that that is a cheesy film, that wasn't really a passion project. It was another really quick Stephen King movie cash grab thing. And it didn't show a lot of rigor as far as good camera work or writing or acting or anything. If you look, if you don't believe me, look at the movies that came out around that time and see what that could have been, right? So that movie became a cult classic. Now it is praised as something that's ingenious and messy. That's what cult classics tend to be seen as. but. You know, that said, this movie was better. Better filming, better writing, better acting, better everything. The only difference is it has none of the charm of being a film that was made way back when. It's not as interesting, the characters aren't as loopy, and none of that's excusable anymore. Now, it's just a remake that kind of works, looks pretty, has good music, gets kind of scary every now and again, but ultimately falls flat in a, like a lot of ways I was really bored for an hour I was trying to follow it it just kind of lost me it just I felt like this is such a I, I like the little twist turns they did like you said like we know how this movie goes we've all we've seen the first one right we get it um, 
it's been a while since that book came out and since that first film came out. So what I like what they did is they really switched things up. I didn't think that was superficial. I thought that was important. It kept my interest because if they did the same thing, it would be really, really, really tedious and boring for me. So I like that they changed some things up. They had some really good little side stories going on, some good horror on some parts. But until the end, I didn't care. And I, I'm normally... Normally, I can get myself invested in a movie that's slightly interesting, but I really couldn't do it for this film. I want a divorce. <laughs> We're breaking up the podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> well, okay. Tell me, tell me what I'm breaking your heart right now. Tell me why you love this movie so much. You're gonna, you're gonna make me do this to you, huh? Oh boy, here we go. The gloves <laughs> are coming off. I love the typical family story, instead of. You know, just a group of kids. You're following a group of kids, like in Stranger Things. But I, I like this a lot better. Yeah, I thought they were a really wholesome family. And I kind of sensed that something horrible was going to happen to them. And that kind of makes me happy. I, I don't know. Is that a sadistic thing to say? Sort of. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. I... I there were moments that made me feel I kind of cried after after watching this movie did it really bring you to yes, tears? yes when, when he really? not when okay. the cat died and I'm not saying you know I don't like cats I like cats but when a father loses his daughter that is like some really heartbreaking shit yeah yeah absolutely and then he you, the things that I like about this movie the most is watching what a father would do uh, in, a, in a situation like that what what lengths he would be willing to go to to bring back his daughter even though the first time didn't really work out so well I uh, really like the music in this one as well really kept the tension going man that ending though they really went off with a bang on this one. Oh my god yeah, that it got, it got really good near the end for me. Um, I I wish it stayed there or got there faster. Um, I wish it didn't feel like the whole first, not just like the exposition. I wish it didn't feel like the entire hour of the movie didn't feel like it was, like, all right, we have to get all this out of the way and then we'll do something. Like I felt like the whole thing was that and then it ended. And that was cool. I liked the ending. I liked the little battle sequence. I liked the tension. Uh, the hallucinations were pretty cool throughout the film. Um, the very ending was great. That boy, that boy wasn't selling his role or fear in the car. He seemed pretty... Then again, he may not understand what's going on. And it's hard to get good child actors. I get that. But that was a cool, dark ending. The cat jumps up on the hood. The whole undead family marches back to the car. I like it, man. That's cool. That's risky. I Yeah, I wasn't expect uh, I wasn't expecting that at all whatsoever. And I love movies that can pull this off because it just makes you do a double take cuz you don't really get that that often. You always get oh, the good guys win. Yeah. No matter no matter what. Happily ever after. No, this this is a really dark ending. And the special effects are really good 
in this one too the the bone contortions and uh the gore sparingly no guts i don't think i saw any guts yeah i mean i I think they it was a very measured movie um it was decent all of it was like decent and i I wanted so much more out of it my problem is the scenes weren't linked together in a way that i thought was really compelling or or all that great but there were some good scenes like i like the idea of um like the scene where the wife woke up and walked to her bathroom mirror and she had hallucinations that the dumbbell was there again and that when she opened up the bathroom mirror there was that big empty or the dumbwaiter thing and that was cool like i liked all that i love scenes like you could hear it creaking down the wall and all that was interesting um it just like fell flat for me i don't know what else to say i just didn't i i this wasn't what I wanted it to be. It was kind of hyped up when I looked into it, but I wasn't expecting it to blow me away. So I really went into it fairly level-headed and just kind of thought it was okay. Remember how it starts in the beginning with the aftermath? Yeah, yeah, it does, I guess. Huh. That's right, because don't we get the aerial shot of the burning house? Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, starting a movie off like that. Yeah. Um, kind of leaves you open for interpretation of what's going to happen in the film. Right. Do you have... Honestly, I don't have much to say about this. I, I feel like I've, I've probably worn down a lot of my points. Um, I think the little girl that plays... Uh, what's her name? Oh, I don't remember. No, it's okay. But they know who we're talking man. about. Oh fuck. I feel stupid. I feel so stupid right now. I should remember her name. Uh Her her acting skills were pretty good. She was really she came off really creepy. Yeah, she did a great job. She did an amazing job. Which I love that scene where Judd Oh, her name's Ellie. There okay. we go. Elefantes. <laughs> yes. Um well, that scene where Judd's walking away from the house and he looks back and he sees up in the windows and she's staring at him. Yeah. That shit was so creepy. <laughs> Especially when he's like walking up the house. When he hears something breaking upstairs and mm-hmm. then you see like there's mud yeah. all over the walls and she's already in there. Oh god. That whole yeah. scene with Judd's death was so intense and they kind of they kind of pull a 180 because in the original movie uh, he walks over by the bed and the baby cuts his uh, Achilles tendon oh yeah I knew that was gonna happen but it happened in a a different way Mm -hmm. I love that they they tricked you they teed you up for it too like you saw under the bed right and then you saw him walking in and we were waiting for the hand to come out and they didn't do it. They they waited a little. I like that. That definitely kept me on my toes. But yeah, the movie definitely did start out a little bit slow, but it builds tension as we come closer to the climax, and it tries to make you relate to the family. So once that once that big grand finale happens, you feel something. You felt something. I know for goddamn fact you felt something when that movie ended. I thought this was cool. 
that they were ending it this way. Like, I, I get emotional when I watch movies normally. I do connect with the characters. I definitely feel it and I get it. Honestly, I'm telling this one didn't do it for me. I, I thought the dad did a great job. The mom was a great actor. Everyone was a great actor. Everyone nailed it. Everyone did great. Yeah. The casting was awesome. The filming was great. The track, the, all the, the whole soundtrack was good. They built real tension in some scenes. I just found the whole movie to be flat. Like, I couldn't get into it. And I was trying, but I, I couldn't do it. So normally, yeah, I can definitely connect with the emotional elements of films. Normally, I can do that. Yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't with this one. I, I wanted to, um, but it didn't happen. I wanted to talk about the weird uh, scene where he's burying his daughter with a rock. When he just screams. <laughs> Yeah, and it cuts, like, <laughs> multiple times, yeah. and the hole gets deeper and deeper. I thought that was weird. That was really weird. Just something about it messed with my eyes. Uh, so, there's actually a similar movie uh, to this. You ever heard of Pumpkinhead? I have. I've never watched it, though. So, basically, what happens is somebody dies, and they... Uh, relative or whatever takes that person the dead person to this witch and the witch tells him to go bury him in this part of uh, land like sacred burial ground and the body will become this huge monster uh, after the spell is done and everything and it'll take its vengeance out on the people that you cursed so it's kind of like Pet cemetery in that way but the book was released. Yeah. The book was released in 1983. Pumpkinhead was released in 1988, and the original Pet Cemetery was released in 1989. I actually I liked Judd in this one, and in the first one. I was wondering like how are they gonna do that character in a new movie? But I really think they nailed it. Um, yeah. They modernized him enough. He wasn't as goofy, um, but it worked really well. <laughs> Um. Oh, something that really bothered me when either the wife or the husband ask what time is it, they respond with the same goddamn answer. It's late. Give me a specific <laughs> fucking time like, here. I can figure that, that out. <laughs> that pisses me off. It's late. A hospital scene was intense though. At the very near the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering why it had to happen. It was in the like, book. Was it? Like, it was intense, but it felt heavy-handed to me. Like, maybe it's dealt with better in the book. But um, it well, felt like they were really teeing up this whole, look how they see morality differently, or, or mortality differently. The wife sees it this way, and he sees it this way, and he's a pragmatist, and she's more about this, like, ethereal, there's something after death, and here's this character who will mediate it between, it felt, I don't know, Oh yeah, that's the whole part of the story, though. You know, around that around that area, the the when that man got hit by that car, it was because of the Wendigo. Because that high that highway right there is so dangerous, it makes yeah. people drive crazy. So I, I his, think there were so many points where they could have really upped the tension. Like, did did you ever watch Hereditary? No. Oh, I, I think this movie could have gotten so much out of that. If you want to build insane environmental dread, like ominous, oppressive fear, 
Yeah. They could have learned a lot from that movie because it dealt with a demonic force, but we didn't see it or really know what it was until the very end, and the ending was, that movie is on another level. And it, oh, they just yeah. work with gratuitous um, scenes and all this. I think this film could have learned a lot from Hereditary. They could have dealt with the Wendigo in a different way and really felt like this ominous presence was around. And instead it felt like plot point after plot point with a few twists and turns there and then it ended. And I didn't want cool. that. I wanted like a more of a... More of a... I, I don't, it just didn't hit right for me, man. I don't know what else to do about it, you know? I mean, you, you, you hear the voices and stuff like that when uh, the know, dad I is... Know. And then you... And then he looks off into the distance. I think you might be able to see something. I, like that was cool. Yeah, I I felt the same way, but but only there. Like I mean, like I want this. Like I don't know. I, I wanted, felt like things were just kind of sprinkled I feel like, in. I feel like it would have been a lot better if the Wendigo was there. Like like if you could see it. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I, know. I wonder. Maybe maybe that could have helped. Maybe it could have set it apart. I almost think like you don't have to show it. Just give us more of the presence. Like, let us linger a bit too long on a road. Linger a bit too long on someone's face when they make a weird decision. Linger a bit too long and have us think like what's going on, what's influencing all this. Play a weird tone. Like there are movies that would use these kinds of tools to really get you creeped out. Like, all right, why why did we stare at his face that long? Like. You know, and you kind of piece together this idea that there's something lingering around, and I, I think this could have benefited from that. And I don't know, like overall, I, I just kind of had higher hopes for it. Um, like I, I don't know, I didn't get excited about it. I did like the ending. Like I thought, actually, the last shot was so cool with the cat hopping up on the hood of the car and the family marching over to the kid. That was really that was yeah. probably some of the coolest one of the cooler scenes in, in recent memory uh, but I honestly that, really thought we were going to see a child decapitation with the shovel when he was fighting oh, yeah. his daughter <laughs> and then mm. completely 180s and then he dies yeah Shit. spoiler alert <laughs> we have to keep it up let's do useless spoiler alerts <laughs> spoiler alert whoop whoop I don't know. I do you have anything else to say? I'm I've officially like I've exhausted the movie all f- on my all end. four of the cats that acted in this movie. Amazing job, amazing job. Just yeah, I saw that in the credits that they had actually four one, different of, cat actors. one of them passed away. I think. Like yeah, one of them passed away. I don't remember which one it oh, was. Yeah. yeah, sadly, may it rest in peace. Right now, I like the movie. I've seen it two times, uh, but maybe my mind will be changed later down in the future. But other than that, I really did enjoy the acting. None of it was really cringy or anything like that. It really drove home with the emotions. Uh, I don't know, I just get that way whenever I see a dad lose a loved one. Just, it really gets to me. Violence was good, special effects were good. You know, I can't really complain. All right, well, that does it for our episode on... I actually forgot what we were doing for a moment here. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, 2019. <laughs> it was okay. It was great acting, great everything, and for some reason it just didn't It just didn't do it for me. But Nick did a good job defending the stuff he liked. I get it. I might, I'll give it another shot. 
I think it was okay. That, that's kind of my final say on it. If you really like what we're doing, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Google Podcast, you know, every, pretty much anything. Uh, you can subscribe to us there. We will keep you up to date on horror movie reviews and old films, too. Anything that we really want to talk about. If you want to watch the podcast grow into something bigger and better and help us continue this passion project that we have put our blood, work, sweat, and tears into, you can find us on Patreon, and you can donate there. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will catch you in the next episode of the podcast from the Black Lagoon. That's right. We'll see you there.